Good afternoon, this is Rupert Thompson, Chief Investment Officer at Kingswood Group. It's the 24th of May and I'm now going to run through our latest thoughts on the markets and recent developments. Fool's Gold. Well, last week was quite a quiet week for most markets. Global equities were little changed and are around currently some 1-2% below their recent highs. The modest correction we've seen over the last couple of weeks is far from unexpected, given the size of the gains leading up to it. This period of consolidation could well last a while longer, not least because May and June are typically the weakest two months of the year. This pause is also allowing equities to to consolidate their gains and also for valuations to fall back somewhat from their heady levels. The forward-looking global price-earnings ratio, the P-E ratio, has declined from highs in recent months of over 20 times down to 18.4 times, as earnings gains have worked their magic. In a period of earnings growth, the forward-looking P-E ratio will naturally fall over time if stock stock prices stay the same. Earnings are actually growing strongly at the moment and are beating expectations substantially. Consensus forecasts for global earnings next year have in fact been revised up by as much as 5% or so in recent weeks, on the back of the strong reporting season we've just seen ended. PE ratios remain high by historical standards, but are not as stretched as they were. And this is reassuring, as bond yields are no longer as low and provide as much support as they did at the start of the year. Even if mainstream assets had a quiet week, the same cannot be true for Bitcoin, which had a turbulent time. Violent intraday moves left the cryptocurrency down some 30% over the week and some 50% from its high in mid-April. Elon Musk has contributed to this turbulence with his enthusiasm for Bitcoin changing by the week, even if not by the day. However, it was the regulators who are really to blame for the latest plunge. The authorities in China warned against using Bitcoin for payments and also launched a crackdown on Bitcoin mining. There was also tougher talk from the US regulators. We do not hold Bitcoin or indeed any other cryptocurrency in our client portfolios and have no intention of doing so for the the foreseeable future. Their excessively high volatility rules them out for now, regardless of their longer-term potential. By contrast, we do hold gold, which has perked up again, having come under pressure earlier in the year. The gold price dipped below $1,700, but is back up to 1880 although it remains some way off last summer's peak of 2050. Gold has recently most obviously benefited from rising inflation worries, and also a weaker dollar, but the slump in Bitcoin cannot have done any harm. Bitcoin has many claims to fame according to its enthusiasts, but one is as a digital version of gold. We view gold as one of our sources of protection against a major rise in inflation and or market sell-off, and so plan to retain our holding. Unlike Bitcoin, whose usefulness has in many ways yet to be proven, Gold has a long history to draw upon. That said, 
We believe the economic backdrop currently remains positive for risk assets and that equities still have some further upside. Certainly last week's crop of data showed the global economic recovery gathering momentum. Business confidence rose further in May in the US, UK and Eurozone and is now at very high levels in both the US and the UK. Consumer confidence in the UK has also now regained its pandemic losses. Importantly, individuals are putting their money where their mouth is. Retail sales surged 9.2% in April and are now as much as 10% above their pre-pandemic level. Job vacancies, led by a sharp rebound in catering and hospitality, are also now above their levels of early last year. As is already being seen in the States, this rebound in activity will accompany a significant pickup in inflationary pressures. Indeed, UK inflation rose in April from 0.7% to 1.5%. Crucially, however, just as with the US Federal Reserve, the UK Monetary Policy Committee is focused on the medium-term outlook, rather than this sh- the coming short-term surge in growth and inflation, which it believes will be temporary. As in the US, while quantitative easing looks set to draw to a close rather earlier, interest rates look unlikely to be raised in the UK before 2023. Well, that's it for this week. I'll be back again next Tuesday. Thank you for listening. Please note that this podcast is for information purposes only. The views expressed do not constitute financial advice. And please remember that the value of investments can go up as well as down. How an investment performed in the past may not be the same as how it performs in the future. And there may also be tax implications. Should you require advice, please speak to a qualified financial advisor. Please note that this podcast is for information purposes only. The views expressed do not constitute financial advice. And please remember that the value of investments can go up as well as down. How an investment performed in the past may not be the same as how it performs in the future. And there may also be tax implications. Should you require advice, please speak to a qualified financial advisor.